Hey guys, this is Ed, Paul, and Anna of Current Brand Media, and we are here to tell you a little bit more about our sponsor. Sportsball is a great subscription service geared towards minor league baseball fans. Each box features a different minor league team. You get a box every three months with minor league baseball gear, including different styles of hats like Ed's favorite, the dad hat. The cost is less than $12 a month. Proceeds from each box goes to More Than Baseball, the only nonprofit dedicated to the well-being of minor league baseball players. We all know that Parents' Days are coming up this summer. So if you've got a mom or a dad or a grandma or a grandpa who are particularly difficult to buy for, but you know they're baseball fans, this is the answer, guys. Meet your new favorite team at sportsballbox.com. Is there anybody there? <laughs> Little King Goods got me started, and from there, kind of, yeah, I just, I watched him, and then I took apart a glove, and by the way, some of those suckers are tough. <laughs> <laughs> they are tough, and some of, like, the um, palms of the mitt, they, oh my god, on the inside of those, there's, yep. like, so much glue. What's up, Deadhead Crew? Ed here, and on this episode, I give you guys Sarah Rowe. She's the genius behind all these wallets made out of baseball gloves, basketballs, footballs, you name it, she's going to do it. We talked about her process of creating uh, a wallet, uh, how she looks at the glove, and then how she approaches it. Uh, We talked about her tools, and honestly, we talked about how she got into doing wallets it's a crazy funny story you guys gotta listen to it so without further ado i'll give you the episode all right welcome to yet another episode of the data chronicles my name is ed and with me today i got a special guest guys her name is sarah Rowe of uh, stitch and row it's the company name correct yes see i already made my first mistake I'm good. glad now I'm gonna was... look really good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, first of all, thank you so much for for doing this. And how are you doing? Good. I'm doing good. Um, I appreciate you having me on. Absolutely. I would usually ask the my my uh, my uh, guest that I have on, how did you become a fan of sports? But you and me had a conversation beforehand, uh, and you know what? Why don't you tell me the story? If you if you became a fan of of of, uh, of uh, any sport, so yeah, um, I told you it was my secret. <laughs> I don't really know a lot about sports. Like mm-hmm. when I say I don't know a lot, I really don't know a lot. I don't even have a favorite team. Um, That's good I'm though. More... That's an awesome thing. <laughs> yeah. So if I if I have like a sports shirt on and that someone has given me. Someone asked me about the team. I have no clue what to say to them out in public. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm more of a, a fan of art. So um, when someone reached out to me to make a glove, I guess I should back up more how I even got into leather, right? Yeah, let's start, let's start okay. there. Like, you know, <laughs> wh- how and why you started making gloves. I mean, uh, not gloves, uh, wallets and things like that made out of yeah. baseball gloves. Yeah, so um, I didn't even know I was even into leather. Um, I got COVID and I was super sick. I had like a fever of 103 and I was laying in bed and I got on YouTube and (laughs) YouTube just like plays all kinds of stuff. (laughs) Somehow, um, yeah, somehow this uh, video came up of Little King Goods and he just was I don't know like he just made leather look so intriguing and I kept watching and watching the whole time like two weeks that I was like sick um in quarantine and this was in I would say December December January it was like the end of December beginning of January um that I was in quarantine and so I started watching those videos for like two weeks and it just looked fun and I hadn't had any joy of art for a minute because I did photography before this. And, um, I kept saying I'm losing my passion for art and I need something else. And that just kind of, it came about from YouTube. And so after I got better, I would say like two weeks later, I was like, I think I really want to try that. So I started buying all the tools and those tools are not cheap. (laughs) Like one of them, (laughs) 
like one of them, you know, like just like a little tool could be like a hundred dollars and it's just like a little tiny tool, you know, and, but it gives you all the keys to create. So I started uh, doing leather work. I started because I wanted to do watch bands and I think I've made like two watch bands. (laughs) Um, Somebody, somebody reached out to me and asked me if I could make a wallet out of a mitt and that's how it all started. So I did it. And I was like, that was really fun. I didn't know anything about sports. I mean, I, I know a bit. I keep saying I don't know a lot about sports, but I, mm-hmm. I know enough to get me by. Um, so after that, it kind of just blew up after I posted the first picture of that wallet. And everyone was like, can you do this? Can you do that? Like, I want to say one of my posts got um, like 147,000 uh, interactions. <laughs> what? So, I know I had to turn my notifications off like the first week that it like blew up because I was freaking out. (laughs) I was freaking out. Like people were messaging me and it was, it was nuts. It it just, the notifications never stopped. I had to turn my phone off for like a whole day because I was kind of like, I can't, I can't right now. I kind of, yeah. I I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying I'm a celebrity, but I could not imagine being a celebrity because just that little bit of, notifications going crazy that day i was like this is this is a lot (laughs) i couldn't respond to everybody but that's awesome um, though yeah um but i really like it i I like creating and um just there's people that have sent me mitts that meant something to them um of a loved one passing away so i've done mitts for people that their grandfather passed away and they wanted a wallet made out of it um so things like that, or their, their kid's childhood um, mitt or their kid's shoe. So I've taken like their kid's uh, Nike shoe and made a wallet out of it for them. Uh, stuff like that. <laughs> so wait, 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 hold on a second. So you started by someone sending you a glove, right? So I got that right. Yeah. So you, they, they said, Hey, I'm going to send you a glove. Can you make a wallet? Right? Yeah, I know I'm just kind of rambling on because this has been I've only been doing this since March of this year also. So That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. So, okay, so and then you just like so you decided to just like, all right, let me go ahead and deconstruct a baseball glove and yourself taught, right? You you taught yourself how to do this. Little King Goods got me started and from there kind of yeah, I just I watched him and then I took apart a glove. And by the way, some of those suckers are tough. <laughs> <laughs> they are tough. And some of like the um, palms of the mitt, they, oh my God, on the inside of those, there's yep. like so much glue, like gunk that I have to like skive off with a skiving knife. Um, oh man, it's crazy. So like the amount of work that I put into a wallet, people really don't understand um, how much goes into it. I've got to cut that. Actually, I got to find them at first and certain signatures are not easy to find. Um, huh. Like out in the wild. <laughs> I found them at garage sales, uh, Goodwill. I, I went to a garage sale and talked to an old, um, an old man. He was so nice. Um, he was like, what are you looking for? I was like old mitts. And he was like, I actually have a box of them. They're about 30 years old. <laughs> this was like last week. Um, <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Yeah, so he had a Nolan, a Nolan Ryan. See, like I, I don't even did I get it right? <laughs> you got it right. You got it right. <laughs> and a Reggie Jackson. What? And they were like, yeah, they were like in pristine shape. <laughs> like someone's gonna be really excited about these mitts. That's cool. I know I was. Yeah, so it's like a treasure hunt for me with the mitts, and then um, making wallets into them is just fun. Taking them apart and putting them back together giving them a new life so yeah. pretty, so to say right like i had a uh i had a uh a good friend of mine um his name is minor league mark and what he does is he restores the gloves right he takes his time mm-hmm. to go in there he restored two of my gloves so he takes them out and, and restores them but now you know you are on the other spectrum of this right in which you're you take that glove and you give it a whole new life that is not necessarily a glove to be playing anymore but to be used you know for a daily use like a wallet or something like that yeah exactly yep now so so you go scavenging you know for gloves you go to goodwill you uh you go to garage sales and and that's how you find most of your your material 
Yeah. And um, when I can't find a signature somebody wants, I'll go to eBay and Mm -hmm. like do the bidding war with it. But (laughs) I've had people reach out to me and say, was that you bidding on that mitt that I was bidding on too? And I'm like, no, no, (laughs) nope, not me. No, it wasn't me. (laughs) But yeah, that's pretty cool though. So you've been doing this since March of this year. Yes. That's cool. Like, I'm, you know, COVID also was a, you know, was a good thing for me that I did it, that, that went through some things, right. You know, obviously COVID is super bad. I don't wish that on anybody. We've had it here yeah. in the household and everything. Um, but I started doing podcasting because of, of that, right. I needed, you know, I needed an outlet like you, like you said, and I needed to do something. So I picked it up during, you know, uh, quarantine and COVID. So I'm with you hundred percent there. Yeah, I mean, everyone just stopped hanging out, you know, Mm -hmm. everyone was scared of everyone. So um, had to find something. And I'm glad it was this because the community, the sports community, they're, they're so welcoming. Mm -hmm. And they don't even know that I don't know anything about sports, but now if they're going to be listening to your podcast, it doesn't matter. (laughs) You see, that's the thing, though. See, I, you know, and, and I, I'm glad that you said that because even if you don't know any sports, which I'm sure you do now at this point, like, you know, enough to be dangerous and to talk about it. You go to baseball games, you, you know what I mean? And let's be honest, a lot of baseball games now are, are, are just a place for you to go hang out and spend time with your friends and things like that. Right. So, you know, and, and that's perfectly fine. But I, what I uh, appreciate is that the care that you give a glove, even though it's no longer going to be used for baseball or, you know, hockey, like you have, you know, a couple of things for hockey and actual football, right. You're giving them a new life. And I think that's awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. The footballs, uh, I hadn't even thought about it until again, someone asked about it and I was like, yeah, I can do that. And, and like with the hockey, someone sent that to me. Um, so I'm going to, cut into that pretty soon and see what comes of it but i i was like i don't even know anything about hockey like what is even the brand i don't even know what brands are cut you know in in baseball i know rawlings and spalding and yep. uh like wilson but hockey I, have, I didn't even know how big this mitt was that he sent me when it came i like pulled it yeah. out yeah I you got a you got a mitt. goalie's uh you know glove I thought this thing was like this big. No, <laughs> this thing that is thing like is so big. When I opened it, I was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> yeah, I can make a bag out of this. <laughs> yeah, you get you get the glove, and then you got the other one with the padding on it. Uh, for mm-hmm. the other hand, where the goalie holds the stick, so you got two things there. So that's pretty cool. And yeah, what are you gonna I've make out of that? A wallet. Wait, what? I, I can like I'm I don't know what I'm I know I'm making a wallet because that's what they want, but I don't know what else I would make out of it yet because I just started in March and I I'm starting small. So like eventually I'd like to make bags and I think it would be really cool to eventually make shoes with like baseball in it. So like sneakers. I think it would be really cool to do like the swoosh as a baseball mitt. Or, you know, something incorporated and then the football incorporated with it. Um, Got to look into a few things there. I know there's custom sneaker makers and I've not gotten into that part of doing mm-hmm. any of that. But I really enjoy this and I'm hoping to get there. So let's let, let's talk about the process, right? Because, you know, you're saying that, you know, you you got other things that you, you're working on, but you're, what you're doing right now and you're getting your name out there and your recognition is through, you know, wallets. Um, mm-hmm. So you get the glove. Someone sends your glove in the mail. You know, what do you do from that moment on? So I'll work with them and, and kind of see what kind of color of leather they want to go with. And then the um the thread i have tons of thread as you can see behind me on the wall um so i kind of just talk with them and see what they want and most of the time they just say surprise me Mm -hmm. um i think i've had a few that were kind of specific with what they wanted but most of the time they're just surprise me so um i really enjoy that part of it too designing it and putting it all together and just looking back at the mitt and kind of envisioning and what i want it to look like um, so, I mean, I, I cut it apart and then I have templates. They're like acrylic templates and I can kind of manipulate those, um, mm-hmm. if I need to. 
So that's kind of the process. And then glue it together. And I, they're all hand stitched too. I don't use a sewing machine. I don't know how to sew and I didn't know how to stitch or sew before um, I started making these. So they're all hand saddle stitched. Oh my God. That's... I knew nothing about leather. <laughs> You're, nothing, when you said so... you didn't know anything, you literally did not know anything about leather. You just said, you know what? This looks a lot of fun. I'm going to try it. Uh, yeah, exactly. I didn't. I didn't even know the name of the tools. I didn't. Even, I just. I watched the Little King Goods and learned from him, and then got my tools and started. It's like a puzzle, to be honest. Um, that's how I describe it to people: is it's a puzzle. I look at the mitt, <laughs> look at the leather, the thread, the template, and then put it all together with the design, and it, it is literally a puzzle. Now, how you how goes. how long does it usually take you to? you know, from beginning to end to make a wallet. So the, the ones that are on my um, Instagram with Mm -hmm. the patch on the front, I would say those take about four hours, four to five hours, um, depending on if I run into any kind of issue. Cause again, I'm, I'm pretty new to this. um, So I'm still learning as I go. Uh, Cause everything's stitched. I mean, I'm having this, I'm having to take the glove apart. That's, that's me taking the glove apart too. And then, you know, stitching the patch back in. I mean, because I have to be really careful with some of those patches when I cut them out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I want to I want to keep it as pristine as possible so I can put them back together. Um, mm. But yeah, so about four, four to five hours. This is cool because I'm looking at the one of the one right now that you have here and is made by a football like it, it must be. This one has to be one of the most recent footballs. Um, and, and let me tell you, this thing is you and you saying you're doing this stitching by hand yeah so there's uh pricking irons that i'll uh i'll use to make the holes yeah and then um after you prick it you saddle stitch through the holes what? so each stitch is saddle stitched yeah it's now saddle stitches two of them coming in at the same time yeah yeah so you'll go in one and go back through yeah this is cool stuff. I'm looking at it. I mean, it says the Duke on it, so it has the and it has the <laughs> NFL shield on on one side. That's impressive. Like I know, I know there. I know I'll get better. I'm not. I mean, I'm just starting out. But like the where the patch goes on the front. So for the um, McGregor's, mm-hmm. I'll have to trace. I have to trace like where the patch goes, and then cut that out, and then put the patch into it. So it takes time. And then, so I'll use new leather, full grain leather, and then um, incorporate the mitt in with it. So it's mixed with um, new and like new leather and then mitt leather. I call it mitt meat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if this is your work right now as starting since March, that's impressive. I Thank would you. never I in a thousand that. years would able to do something like that. And I, I am looking at the one that you said, McGregor, right now. Uh, where you put in the old glove and you, you know, inserted it. That's pretty impressive as well. So, yeah, no, I, you know, that's, I would, I could never do it. And then I see that you've, <laughs> you put a couple of pictures here where you have deconstructed the glove and then you're making, you're showing the, what comes out of it. Wow. I know I've had, I've had to actually show people because I wasn't really showing people what I was doing. I was just showing the end result. And someone was like, you should post a picture of the mitt in the process because I don't think people are really comprehending what you're doing. And I was like, oh, I guess I should. I know what I'm doing, but no one else knows what I'm doing. So I've been trying to show more pictures of the process. I'm impressed. Like, listen, guys, uh, you guys got to follow her on Instagram because this thing is impressive. The the amount of details and then you're showing your tools. Uh, and, and And I can tell you are an artist because of the way that you take the pictures and you pl- in the product placement of way in which you you place them right even your tools right your your you got your all your your uh, your tools are laying down and everything in 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 matter in which you did that very artistic and it's very cool thank you so i also see that you put you make you deconstruct a actual glove and you incorporate that as well correct into the wallet in, into your wallet yeah 
Yeah. Have you done a, a, a baseball, actual baseball, not a baseball glove, but a baseball? Oh, okay. Sorry. Um, yeah. So the, the baseball, I have a whole bucket of baseballs. <laughs> um, so I'll cut those up and I'll make them, I'll restitch the red back into it. Cause taking a baseball part is hard to, um, mm-hmm. some people will actually take the thread out. I'm not sure how they do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have to cut it and then I'll relace the red back into it and then make a pocket for the wallet with a ball. Wow. Pretty cool. <laughs> That's impressive. Um, what are you planning on doing? You know what? Like, okay. So you're doing wallets. What is your next thing that you go, you plan on, on teaching yourself how to make? Um, I really would like to get into bag making and hmm. like, I, I don't the shoes i really want to get into the shoes as well um i know nothing about it but again i didn't know anything about this either when i started so i i think it would be cool to not really become a full-blown cobbler but i mean i think it would be really neat to to make a pair of shoes um there's some classes that you can take uh i don't know if i can say their name district leather Mm -hmm. um but they offer a class i'd really like to go take it um, it's in Atlanta, Georgia. And I think it'd be really neat to kind of incorporate this into that. Yeah. Uh, into the world. <laughs> yeah. Great weather yeah. while you're doing, you know, your class. That's pretty cool. Now, 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 let me ask you about that then. Is that like, how long is the actual, you know, class that you would take that would teach you how to do, you know, create a shoe from, from nothing really? I think they're there for a couple of days um, and you literally make a pair of shoes and then they send you home with all the supplies to make another pair of shoes. But I'm I'm really wanting to do that because I think it would be really neat. Like I said, to incorporate the mitt or whatever sport, you know, into it. Yeah. That would be sneaker heads (laughs) for all the sneaker heads that are in the sports as well. I think that I, I just have like, I can't really, uh, explain it because it's in my head right now mm-hmm. <laughs> the design is there i just need i want to i gotta do it to show you yeah no that's that's pretty impressive the fact that you would be able to take you know or and combine different uh sports like you could take some uh like a football and a glove right and then incorporate them both of them and make a shoe out of it that would be pretty cool that'll be very yeah. cool actually i'm sure someone's done it already i just I haven't even looked into it yet. I mean, there's all kinds of people that recreate things, but it, mm-hmm. I just have a vision in my head and I want to get it out. So I'm really hoping to take the class sometime soon in the future. Yeah, no, that's now let me ask you, cause you said, you said earlier on that you bought all the tools you said, I was like, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to start doing this. You bought all the tools, you know, without giving the full amount. Like, I mean, what's the ballpark, you know, figure that you spent on just tools alone? Um, Man, that's really hard. <laughs> I would say getting started, it was probably about 1500 to 2000 because oh, I wow. went all out. I was like, I'm doing this. <laughs> so oh, okay. I got, yeah, you said I got no. This is happening. Best. Yeah, I got the best. And, and as you can see, all the leather behind me, too. I've I've definitely got into it. <laughs> yeah. Um, thread alone is expensive, too. So, I mean, every little detail that goes into this is it's not a cheap hobby Mm -hmm. but i mean you could start low end um you don't necessarily have to go high end that quick but i knew i was going to stick with it so i didn't want to i didn't want to go low i started higher (laughs) yeah so when you told your your friends and your family that you were going to do this what did they say (laughs) i it's kind of funny because like when you're talking about leather, it doesn't sound that interesting until like you start making things and, and they're like, you made that. How did you do that? Like, you know, at first it was just like, Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then I start making it and I'm showing them. And, and then they're like, well, what'd you make now? What'd you make next? And you know, and people at work, we have like an ongoing joke. They, they want me to make leather chaps. <laughs> 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 it's just like, they're always talking about it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so there's like a leather joke. They're like, "Be quiet when you're talking about leather at work." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> that's pretty we cool. Have a good though. Time, though. That's yeah. awesome. And like I said, I, I'm very impressed just bef- because, um, I me personally, not in a million years would I be able to do something like that. I just, 
I'm not artistic enough to know that, you know, and, and I know my limitations. So I'm like, mm, I'm going to have somebody else do it for me because I don't know how to do that. I know to me, it seems so easy. And then I've had someone come over and, and try it before and they got so frustrated because they were like, you make this look so easy. I don't know how you do this. Like you just make it like you're holding a pencil with a knife and you're just cutting and um some people are intimidated by knives and if you're intimidated intimidated by a knife then you really don't want to pick up a skiving knife because they're very sharp no so i had to learn how to sharpen knives i i mean i'm not even a knife person so i've had to learn how to like sharpen my knife every time before i start it, it's been a process like learning everything to this you you said skiving knife yeah what is a skiving knife that's how much I know about a skiving knife. It's it's behind me. I don't know if you want me to show you. Yeah, absolutely. And then for those <laughs> who are listening to it, I'll describe it, but also uh, can watch it on the YouTube channel. Oh, wow. That thing, it, it looks like a small little mallet, but it's a knife. That thing looks sharp and it's dangerous. Yeah. So like, like the front angle, end of the but... part, like the front part is just that's super sharp right there. And let me guess. So is that where you do to like open up a glove and, you know, take out the threads and things like that? So yeah, I'll like use it like this and mm -hmm. cut the lace off. And then um, for a skiving knife, you can also like shave the thickness of leather. Mm. So you can make it thinner too. So if you need it thinner, you can use a skiving knife. Um, gotcha. That's just one way you can make it thinner. There's all different kinds of ways. But, and again, like I'm such a new leather person that if someone expert level is listening to this, they're probably like... She doesn't know what she's talking about. So again, <laughs> I am not a pro at this. I'm still learning. So this is what I'm telling you is as much as I know. So I'm still learning. <laughs> so how many hours of YouTube have you spent, you know, looking at uh, like just like the skiving knives and like learning how to use it and things like that? Um, I would say I spent a good 10 hours and I haven't watched any recently, mm -hmm. but about 10, I would say 10 hours. Yeah, I'm doing the same thing. Like every time, like, you know, you will see my holy moly. What is that knife? <laughs> this is a head knife. So that's again, a head can, knife. This is a head knife. So again, you can like you can cut with this and you can skive with it as well. Okay. Yeah. okay. So, so that, that that there's a handle and then it looks like a half moon. And then yeah, so. it, that looks like a very dangerous weapon. I'll be honest with you. That, that, looks... that is why I said that it's very intimidating. If you are scared of knives, this is not for you. <laughs> yeah. So like if someone's holding this and they're trying to cut like precise with this, you know, they're yeah. So you got to be careful. It's really sharp. What is that one called again? It's a head knife. Head knife. Okay. Yeah. Wow. That thing is insanely awesome, but scary at the same time. <laughs> Yeah. No so wonder you said like, you know, tools. right. Like you're like, you would be very taken back by looking at a knife like that. I'm like, uh, I don't know if I can do this. This is kind of like, you know, I'm going to hurt myself. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I definitely, yeah, I definitely would not touch mm -hmm. leather if you're scared of it. <laughs> you definitely don't be scared of a knife. Cause that's, that's a big part of it is cutting your leather out. So I know people use die cut um to press their leather and cut it but i literally hand cut all of it because i mean you can automate leather mm -hmm. like the process but mine's all hand done so i cut out all of my templates um some people buy die cuts and will press them each time but but there's something to be said though that when you say that these are handmade they're literally handmade yeah. wallets like there's no actual machine that you use even a sewing machine is is used at all you're making everything by hand yeah yeah that's impressive yeah because some some will use i'm not saying there's a bad thing um but yeah some will use die cuts to to press the the shapes out to put the wallet or whatever project they're putting together so yeah, you can make yeah. a handful of them all at all the same ones and then go from there. But every single one of your wallets is one every single wallet is different because not one, you know, are it being die cut, like you said. Exactly. Yeah, I have to be precise to make them straight. So Sheesh. it's all hand cut. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy.
That's awesome. Like, I'm super impressed by this. I don't, you don't understand. Like I was telling my <laughs> wife about this. I'm like, babe, listen, this is what I'm about to have in, in an interview. Like I, you know, I've been talking to her, letting you know, letting her know that I was going to have you on, on the podcast because I'm like, I'm impressed by this. Like, this is cool. Thank you. I'm, <laughs> it's very flattering. Thank you. I, I'm like the hardest critic to my own work. It's awful. Um, there's stuff that I've been like, I can't sell this to somebody because like one stitch was, you know, crooked or something and, and someone gets it and they're like, no, I love this. Like I make sure I like tell people like, hey, this is a little crooked, like you still want it. And they're like, yeah, that's part of it being handmade. I love it. You know, so I know. Right. <laughs> that's really the, that's the beauty it, but... of, of saying that it is handmade. I'm Listen, I'm looking at four wallets right now. Rawlings, a Wilson, a Spalding, and then one with the Major League Baseball logo on it. Mm-hmm. they are all awesome every single Thank one you. of them look amazing guys i'm telling you guys <laughs> yeah you guys got to take a look at it because these these are amazing um now uh, uh, the process of you know now do you do like a a handful of them you know when you're when you're getting orders from customers how does that process work so i try to do i call it a wallet drop right now because i don't know what else to call it but I'll yeah do that's a great drop yeah on, on Twitter and um, it's just the first that comments take right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in between that, I'm also doing commission pieces as well. So like right now I'm, I have orders up until like mid October. Um, so I'm doing uh, just to keep both audience engaged. I'm, I'm doing commissions plus wallet drops in between plus a full-time job. So um, it <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> so hopefully everyone stays patient with me but i'm doing my best <laughs> it's a lot to juggle don't apologize listen if you want it you're gonna have to wait simple as that you know <laughs> know your worth because these things are amazing now so you say you like you put it on twitter all right um wallet drop you know first to comment this is what it is now do you put the price on it or do you discuss that with people like the commission obviously it's a separate price right that's that's totally separate but the ones that you do a wallet drop you you already put a price on that yeah i'll do a preview um mm-hmm. and then after that i'll i'll post it at, like the same day i'll post the price and stuff yeah so now you guys know you guys got a surprise. <laughs> like I post the price on there. Yeah. Yeah. Now you guys got to keep up with, cause you know, you know, once they drop, they go and that's it. And then it you is pretty wait. crazy. Yeah. It is pretty crazy. I've, I've literally made a wallet just so I could show my family and friends how fast it would go. I, I was like, okay, I'm going to make this wallet and I'm going to post it and show you guys how fast it goes. And it was just a random drop and it sold in 30 seconds when I dropped it on Twitter. <laughs> 30 seconds. Yeah, it was, it was pretty crazy. I was like, I, I, I didn't think it was going to go that quick. Like I thought it would be a few minutes, but it was literally like 30 seconds. It was like 28 seconds. So I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> so it was nuts. I'm sure so, things are going to slow down eventually, but it, it it's pretty neat to see like my art and work go like that well i doubt that's gonna slow down from now until next year because (laughs) you know you got christmas coming right i mean a lot of people are gonna want christmas gifts and this is one of these right here (laughs) that's yeah i'm looking at it right now like i went on twitter and i'm looking at like you know the things that you have and that's pretty cool now do you send them and, and oh and you got stickers too oh lord have mercy that's cool. oh the packaging in itself was uh thought process on how to put together but um yeah there's there's like a whole packaging that comes to it it's wrapped and and has a baseball card on the front of it and then it's tied with a thread the the wall is um and then it goes in like a canvas bag with bazooka gum because um with tops playing card i forget which um war i think it was world war Mm -hmm. two that they started doing that with playing cards um where the gum came in it. Is that right? Yep. Am I right? I'm not sure. Um, so I had to put bazooka in with the playing cards for the mitt glove. And so that's part of the whole packaging. Now for someone who says that you don't follow sport, <laughs> you're very knowledgeable and you give it some thought on that. That's, that's pretty awesome. You put a bazooka gum, you put playing cards, you put, you wrap it up in thread and you put it in canvas it's a whole process and and it's art really is. I mean, and that process takes a minute too. It takes a few hours after a drop 
um, to package all those together too. So even after I made the wallet, it takes a minute to to wrap it all and and ship it out. That's cool. I like that. And, and you 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 know you're taking pride in in something. Like a lot of people are going to be like, oh, why are you doing that? I'm like, well, have you seen it? I mean, listen, I'm a fan of, you know, keeping, you know, restoring an old glove, but this is an also a, an other great option for sports fans, like people that collect. I mean, if you look behind me, I don't have enough stuff already that I've collect. Right. So I, <laughs> uh, something like that would be a, a, a very awesome collectible to have for, you know, for sports people, because it's sports related, you know, like if you, if you are, if you're a baseball fan or a football fan, hockey fan, you know, cause now you're doing that. That's something that's yeah. cool. Basketball, I'm sure you can grab a basketball and do the same thing. Honestly, I have not found a leather basketball yet. They're all the ones that I've found are composite leather and I try mm -hmm. to stay away from that. So yeah. trying to find a real leather basketball has been a challenge. Um mm. I've not been able to get my hands on one because they're very pricey. Gotcha. Just like the footballs. The footballs took a while. Um oh, yeah. because they're real leather and they're not composite. I can't just go to Goodwill and get those. So trying to find those um, was a struggle, <laughs> but I found the NFL ones I found, um, they wouldn't stay inflated. So the guy sold, sold them to me mm -hmm. brand new. So those are real NFL pro balls. Wow. That's cool. Now, where do you find the, the baseball cards? Do you, do you buy them in a, in bulk? You know, how do you do that? Um, some people have sent me some mm -hmm. off of Twitter and then I bought like, um, a stack of them off of eBay, like all the other card buyers and collectors. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. Then you, you send out the stickers, the bazooka, and then I'm sure you bought bazooka in a, in so a I, in bulk. Yeah, I have. And I don't even know if I'm giving someone a good card or not. So if you get one, doesn't matter. No, that, that, yeah. It doesn't matter. <laughs> you're getting a baseball card with your wallet. We're thankful. That's it. That's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's cool. That's pretty impressive. I love it. I love it. Um, And all right. So uh, obviously this is not going to drop right away. We're talking, you know, here at the beginning of September, but you know, when you, when you do your, your drops, do they, you, you, you usually what collect, you know, a handful of them, you make a handful of them. Is it every few weeks, every month, or how do you do that? So I've been trying to do them once a month. Um, mm -hmm. This last time I thought I would have more to, uh, to kind of drop on my wallet drop, but I got COVID and was down for like a week and a half to two weeks. So mm -hmm. I kind of, I had 13 wallets this last time. And prior to that, I had 19 wallets that I dropped. So I try to stay within that okay. um, quantity. Yeah. Cause it, like I said, it's a lot to, to make with the full-time job. Um, so yeah, I, I would say the most I've made in one wallet drop was 19 Nice within a month. Yeah. So you can imagine that I'm going from one job and then coming home and <laughs> going to another job, but yeah. my second job, I really love <laughs> <laughs> the second so, job is a calling. That's what it is. Yeah. So I really like it. Awesome. Love it. Love it. Um, okay. Anything else that I missed uh, that I that I did not ask you anything like that at all before I, we go into my famous not so famous questions? Uh, no, I no, I think we did pretty good with you asking me everything. I love it. I don't really have anything to add. I, I do also appreciate the fact that um, you've had a lot of people in the, in the uh, minor league community uh, been very supportive and uh, reached out to you. I think that's uh, very awesome um, because. And and this is something that I found as well, is that when I started doing podcasting, everybody's been super supportive. And I think I would have not been able to continue doing it if it wasn't for the support that I've gotten from them. So I'm I'm very happy that you'll be able to do that as well. Yeah, I mean, it's been crazy on both sides. The leather community has been just as welcoming as a sport. So having both sides of that is has been amazing. Um, I had the last commission that I did um was Rod Carew. I'm saying his name right. Um, I'm sorry, wait. Stop. Did you is just it, say Rod Carew? Is that right? Yes. You said that okay. you, he 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 did he a commission for one you. Of my posts. No, 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 no. He liked one of my posts. Um so I did one of the wallets with with his signature on it and he liked one of my uh 
posts on Twitter. <laughs> so it was, I kind of like freaked out and I, I didn't even, I had to Google him to know who he was. <laughs> so I was like, oh my God, he liked my, he liked my post, my wallet that I just did. So um, that was really exciting. <laughs> Wait a second. I'm... Rod Carew. Yeah. That's amazing. Wow. That's yeah, so I took I took a screenshot of it and I posted on Twitter because I was like, oh my God, I cannot believe he just liked this. And I'm like sitting here freaking out. I'm like, I don't even know who this guy is, but this is really cool. <laughs> Hall of Famer Rod Carew. Yeah. Wow. I'm learning. I'm still learning about about sports, but I no, I at least you're fine. Name you're right fine. And... <laughs> yeah, you're fine. Don't worry about yeah. that. You're fine. <laughs> that's cool. Congratulations. That's that's high praise. If someone like him likes something that you did and that you converted a glove with his name on it and it's now a wallet and he loved it, psh, forget it. That's high praise. Forget about if you know any more sports. <laughs> you're you just made it. And it went to a huge uh, Rod Carew fan, so it, it was amazing. So I'm sure it made him feel good that his wallet was liked by him. So it was it was awesome. That's the seal of approval right there. Yeah. <laughs> good. I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Awesome. Awesome. All right. <clears throat> Are you ready? Yes. Okay. I feel good. like I'm on Jeopardy. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Exactly. Uh, I don't have the music though. I might. I might just put some music while we're while we're doing this part. Um, okay. So let's say that you go to any sporting event. Okay. You go to a sporting event with your friends. Um, what would be your food and drink of choice? Hmm. Well, if it's a ball game, I would say like a baseball game. It would be. Cracker Jacks. And I just like water, so it would be water. I don't really drink any soda or anything. Um, Nothing wrong with not that. I'm not a beer drinker, but yeah, water and Cracker Jacks. <laughs> Cracker Jacks are delicious. That's amazing. Yeah. And of course, a hot dog. If you're out yes. of the park, the smell, you got to have a hot dog. Okay. So I'm going to ask a question on hot dogs because this is a very, you know, hotly contested question here. Okay. Are you ketchup and mustard or or neither or either or um if it's interesting looking i'll try it it's mm -hmm. yeah ketchup but, and mustard um yeah you don't so doesn't funny. really matter to do you <laughs> yeah i'm i'm not that picky but yeah because we've had some uh some people say that ketchup does not belong on a hot dog i'm just you know oh, i'm not one of them it. i'm not one really? of them i love ketchup on a hot dog i'm just you know they, yeah. I mean, everyone likes there. what they like. Yeah, <laughs> they like what they like. <laughs> I like you being very like you know like everybody can like it. That's okay. Different. Everybody has differences in in taste. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What animal, in your opinion, is the biggest party animal? Oh my goodness. This is funny. Um, I would have to say cheetah. A cheetah. I'm literally wearing a cheetah print shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I like the party. <laughs> I like it. I love it. All right. What is your spirit animal then? Mm. Man. I say <laughs> eagle. They, I would say an eagle. They eagle? they always they always seem so free when they're flying and peaceful. I like it. And graceful. Yeah. Nice. If you could be in any movie, which movie would it be? Wow. Beetlejuice. Wow. Beetlejuice. That is a great movie. It's my favorite movie. Really? Michael yeah. Keaton is great in that one. Oh, oh yeah. Yep. yep. I like it. I like it. All right. What was your favorite TV show growing up? My goodness. I don't even know. I was outside a lot. Yeah. I was outside a lot. Yeah. I don't even know what to say. I, I, I'm not a big TV watcher. So I would say if I was watching TV, it was probably Beetlejuice or Edward Scissorhands. Another, um, another great movie. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I'm not a big TV watcher. I'm, I've always been into art, like drawing and stuff like that. So. 
that's cool. I can't even tell you my favorite TV show. <laughs> the <laughs> Office, like as an adult, I would have to say The Office. But well, I mean, The kid, Office I... is great. I was just watching it before this interview. To be honest with you, yeah, yeah. So I would say The Office as an adult, but as a child, I I literally was outside all the time making like dirt pies and fishing and well, it wasn't uh, riding dirt bikes and playing drums and all that kind of stuff. So that's yeah. amazing. I love it. That's the best kind of childhood. <laughs> exactly. Have you ever regifted a gift? Oh, of course. Like Who a candle hasn't? or yeah, like a <laughs> candle or like body wash. Everyone always gives that. You're like, okay, the next person. <laughs> Someone's got about to get this scent. How are we gonna know how many times a gift has been regifted? Ooh, there you go. So that gift yeah. that you just gave somebody is gonna be regifted about three or four more times. Yeah. So if you get a candle or body wash from me, it came from someone else. <laughs> <laughs> no one's gonna listen to this episode. Don't worry about it. No one's gonna know. How would they know? <laughs> exactly. Um, okay, let's see here. Which Disney princess would make the best spy? Well, there's a lot of princesses out there right I, now. Little Mermaid. She's a okay. princess, right? Yeah, she's a princess. That's right. My daughter oh, loves yeah, Little Mermaid. She could go. She could go underwater and walk on. Walk on on, on, uh, land, on so, Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. let's see here. Worst song ever. Any song from the Backstreet Boys. Wow! Why? <laughs> Were you an insane girl? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. <laughs> oh, okay, I, I'll I'll let you I'll let you go with that one because you're an insane girl. But it's okay. Thanks. I'm a fan of Backstreet Boys. I will never oh, admit no. it ever. You're dropping oh. this podcast now. <laughs> hey, oh, yeah. That's it. We're done. <laughs> Your wallets right. are cold, but I'm done. <laughs> right. Gloves are all right and everything. Those wallets are awesome, but you are not a Backstreet Boy fan, so bye. <laughs> all right, last one. If you could live forever, would you? That's really hard because all these questions are really hard. I keep saying that. Um, <laughs> would everyone else around you still be alive or would that's the that's that's the key though like you know it's just you not 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 everybody chose you i wouldn't want to live forever forever if other loved ones weren't living yeah as well it's enticing yeah. it's enticing but yeah i'd have to know more details to answer that uh, <laughs> but that's the whole point of it it's just one question that's it you cannot <laughs> know the details about it <laughs> no i don't i don't think i would want to Oh, I'm with you there. Same here. Uh, Sarah, yeah. thank you so much for doing this. This was a lot of fun uh, to do, to learn about your amazing new craft that you uh, are doing. Um, I wanna, I'm going to put all of your socials, uh, but where can people find you on uh, Twitter and Instagram? Uh, on Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> That's it. So I have <laughs> your... Stitch and Row. Yeah, oh, okay. Stitch and Row. Stitch and yeah, Row. Okay. I was just messing with you. I have a uh, question for you, though. Yeah, go for it. Okay, so you asked me all these questions, but mm -hmm. what is your favorite hat on your wall? Oh, the next one. The one I haven't gotten yet. That's my next one. Yeah. Uh, have you been asked that? Because I no. feel like that was that was no. I actually I actually asked that question to uh, uh, someone else who was on the podcast, um, Hardy the Head Guy, um, and he uh, he told me because he does a show, you know, uh, baseball across Indiana. Right. Mm -hmm. And I asked, I was like, so what's your favorite hat? He goes like, oh, my favorite hat is the next, it's the next one. So ever since then, I give him credit because he's right though. Like I'm always looking into getting a different hat all the time. That's funny. Mm -hmm. So there you go. There's, like there's it. my answer. It's a cop out answer, but there's the answer. I like it. It's a good one. <laughs> uh, and I'll make sure to put everything guys make sure to follow her uh, and then keep an eye out for when the, the, the next drop comes because they go like hotcakes thanks Thank Sarah you. I appreciate it you're welcome bye bye
I hope you guys enjoy that episode with Sarah. Now, make sure you guys are following her on Instagram and Twitter. I'm telling you guys, you guys are not going to regret it. Her work is amazing. The videos she puts are super cool. So make sure you guys are following her, okay? Also, make sure you guys are following the podcast. Give it five stars, okay? What five stars does is it, it puts me up on a higher ranking. So that way more people are able to discover the uh, podcast. So thank you very much for that. If you want to put a comment, do so. I do read the comments. Um, and then finally, I got to give you guys the uh, joke of the episode. Okay. Someone ran off with my wallet the other day and I chased after them. They gave me a run for their money. All right. All right. I'll get myself out of here. Guys. Keep on grinding and always support the minor leagues. See ya. This podcast is part of the Curved Brim Media Network. Here are some of the other members of Curved Brim Media. Hi, this is Ed Rivera of the Data Chronicles. Join me as I interview people just like you and players, coaches, GMs on the path that led you to become a fan of the sport. I'm Paul Caputo, and on the Baseball by Design podcast, I talk to minor league baseball teams, designers, and other super interesting people about what these minor league baseball logos mean. And I talk a little bit about ice cream helmets. What's up, Bucketheads? I'm Anna DiTomaso, and each week on the Baseball Bucket List podcast, I speak with a different fan about their favorite baseball memories, what the game means to them, and what's left to check off on their baseball bucket list. Hey guys, this is Patrick Larson from the Minor League Baseball Hat History Series. And in every episode, I go through the history of minor league teams through my personal collection of hats. You can find me on Twitter at at PatLarson1. I hope you guys enjoy. This is Patrick. And Corey. Of BaseballMapper.com. And we have made an interactive map to help highlight all baseball teams from the majors down to collegiate summer leagues. We want to bring you closer to baseball. So get on the site and find a team near you today. Learn more about Curve Brand Media at curvebrandmedia.com.